Now we're going to begin this story. It's called Boston As It Was. It's taken from It's a Rum Life, Book 2, uh, Boston 1960-1970. You may remember it was 1960 in still relatively sleepy Boston, with its basic family-run stores and just a few national chain shops in the town centre. The A16 Peterborough to Grimsby Trunk Road still poured endless traffic right through the town centre in both directions. From the south up to the up to narrow High Street, over the original town bridge and into the spacious marketplace and main shopping centre. It continued into very narrow, narrow bargate, where pedestrians took their lives in their hands, pushed back off the narrow, uneven pavements, up against the shop windows themselves as juggernauts and double-decker buses squashed and buckled the paving, seeking a way of passing each other in the confined highway built some hundreds of years previously for a few horses and carts. The highway passed into Wide Bargate, the centre of the traditional agricultural trade in the district. This was where I worked. My office window on the first floor above the spacious Lincolnshire Standard classic shop front and main office below. D.T. Grattans, the county's main agricultural dealer, were almost opposite in 1960. They were the Ford tractor dealers and their extensive yard and buildings included wagon buildings and machinery making works behind. Directly opposite were Hudson's the Ironmongers with their huge double-fronted shop and worn wooden flooring circling what seemed like acres of shelves, cupboards and drawers, all marked in ancient script. Then followed Addy's photographic studios and Wings the news agents and printers. However, I could concentrate on my work is a surprise, even today, as the whole vista was spread out below. As you will have read elsewhere, my task was selling advertising space in the local paper. My specific responsibility was Boston Town, west of the Town Bridge. This was the poorer area, all the major shops and national chain stores being in the marketplace. Once a display ad had been sold, then the interesting bit began. I had to design the space with the client's specific requirements illustrations found and the copy written. The ad was submitted to the client in pencil form for any corrections, converted into type and the final proof submitted again for approval. I was fortunate to have some larger clients in my patch who advertised regularly. Keatley's three department stores were close together, then George Brough and Cheers were the town's two most prominent gents, tailors and outfitters both sporting full tailoring departments in-house. West Street was had the extensive Nottingham Co-op stores, several chain electrical goods stores and two large furniture retailers, plus the usual jewellers, small clothing stores, several ladies' hairdressers and the town's second cinema. My responsibilities also included two or three out-of-town car retailers with major agencies and a large potato merchant at the bottom of the high street. Wide Bargate Wednesdays were midweek market days 
and agricultural machinery dealers brought their wares into town and displayed them along the roadsides in Wide Bargate. The spacious and old established livestock market stood tall and proud at the far end with its huge covered sales building and extensive livestock pens. Filling the two main sides of this huge rectangle of Wide Bargate were elegant old mansions now in the early 1960s housing solicitors, newspaper offices, banks, shipping companies and foreign legations, housing agents, small shop properties, two very old established grocery stores with cane chairs where clients could sit while selecting their purchases and four large public houses and hotels. The complete picture there were poultry and produce auctions and general sales auction areas as well. Every Wednesday this was indeed the focal part of the town. Crowds thronged the whole area from every from early morning when the livestock were being sold to mid-afternoon which saw the end of the general auction sales on the green. Perhaps it had been green at some time, but now it was a large tarmac area in the very centre of Wide Bargate and adjacent to the War Memorial Gardens. The main A16 road passed down its northern border with a smaller access road to the south, joining both sides of the rectangle. Anything and everything were bought and sold on the green. Three different auctioneering firms operated here on Wednesdays, each specialising in their own different types of goods. Vendors wishing to sell their goods had to submit them well before the 9am deadline. Then it took an hour or so to sort, label and display. All the time with prospective purchasers milling around, poking, prodding and generally examining their likely purchases. Auctions one auctioneer sold cars and bicycles, prams and virtually anything on wheels. Another sold garden and green grocery produce together with all types of machinery and tools on the same theme. The third sold household goods, washing machines, refrigerators, vacuum cleaners, cooking, cookers, pots and pans, timber, doors, paint and perhaps even the kitchen sink. Items obviously varied each week, depending on what folk needed to sell. Everything conceivable was sold on the green every Wednesday morning. You could buy a perfectly good motor car here, although not a modern vintage, and drive it home after you had paid. No MOT tests here. Perhaps it was the junk that attracted most folk. Large crowds of bargain hunters flocked here every week. Regular bus services left for all parts of the district from just outside the main post office in the top western corner of Wide Bargate. Next door was the East Midlands Trustees Savings Bank, the People's Bank of the 1950s, where every school child was encouraged to have a savings account that was initially managed through their schools. Naturally, as time went by, most of the local population had an account of some, time, some type at the TSB. Narrow Bargate Wide Bargate was a community on its own, separated from the market square by Narrow Bargate. Here it was truly narrow, 
with little space on the footpaths between the constant traffic and the medley of shop fronts. Aldred's, Boston's largest and wholly local owned family department store, had three shops on Narrow Bargate alone. They shared the space with Woolworths, Mason's the shoe shop, Tebbert's the local drapers, Bailey and Alexander the chemists with their window display of beautifully coloured glass jars, Kitwood's wine and spirit merchants, various national chain store outfitters and finally right at the corner leading into the marketplace was the Cherry Corner Cafe. Cherry Corner was memorable for their ham rolls. Long, succulent, fresh finger rolls, liberally spread with real, real dairy butter and generously filled with home-cured ham, the mouth-watering ham overflowing from all sides. Now we'll finish that little bit of the story and move on to part two in a few minutes.